you found yourself and I'm here to tell you that your spaceship has just landed in the outer reaches of the universe in a dimension that has confounded scientists for generations you've arrived in the gemisphere where time is an eyeball and you can expect to have whiplash from all the flashbacks and flash forwards through time that just won't stop but don't worry some things do remain constant one you can find glory holes in every bathroom and two, True. one plus one still equals two, <laughs> but sometimes even that confuses us. I'm one of your guides through time and space, Hakuna Matitis. And I'm Orifice Jones, and today we are joined by another friend of ours, a friend of yours, friend of the world, <laughs> Auntie, <laughs> Auntie Histamine. Welcome to the program. Hi, I'm Auntie Histamine, and I have hey. no idea what I've signed up for with you guys, but I am here at your mercy. Yay! Yeah. Yes, we are happy to have you. Uh, I love histas that are mean, <laughs> particularly. Yeah, I love that. Um, I also love aunties. That's all. I love aunties. Anyway, I don't yeah, really yeah, have yeah, anything yeah. to say about uh, that. But Auntie Histamine, A-H for short, you do not know much about Gem and the Holograms, correct? No, I watched my first episode twice this morning. Oh, oh twice? you watched it twice? Well, that, two times in a row? W- once and a half. Like, I, I, I rewatched the first half. That's, uh, my, my time ran out. A double rewatch is always bold, just for your sense of sanity. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, it definitely made more sense. The first half made more sense after I had watched the whole thing. Anyways, we'll uh, we'll get into all of that because today we are discussing Gem Season 3, Episode 3, Video Wars. And this episode is written by the unstoppable duo, not really, but still really, <laughs> Harry Bates, Kathy Bates's younger brother, that's not true. And I thought Carrie Greg, Bates was a woman. It's a man. I, I jujuled Carrie Bates thinking it was a woman, <laughs> but it's a man. He wrote for The Flash and Superman for a very long period of time. What about Norman Bates? Oh. Who's that? He's a fictional character. Oh, no? okay. Never mind. Isn't he, he's a murderer. He's from Psycho, right? Exactly, exactly. The Bates Motel. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. So Carrie Bates may or may not actually be Norman Bates. Yes. May or may not be related to Kathy Bates. <laughs> and Greg Wiseman, Wiseman, both of whom uh, were never to return to the Gemisphere after writing this episode. It's probably because, I mean, why mess with perfection? Right. Uh, also, some say that the Lord of Eyeballs slipped them up into his eye hole <laughs> and used their energy to fuel his powerful gaze. Uh, we mean homosexuals as well as eyesight. Uh, <laughs> but others, like those people over at IMDb, would say that they left to work on other shit. Choose your own adventure with that one. Uh, both of these cats wrote for the Gargoyles cartoon, which is actually fantastic. I don't know if either of you guys have seen Gargoyles. Amazing cartoon. No. No. Oh, okay. Well, you guys, that's, that's a letdown. Anyways, Cara Carey 
Also wrote for the gay porn series Robocop Alpha Commando. <laughs> it's not a real gay porn series. Not a but... real gay porn series, but I would love it if it was. Uh, and he also, and no, and Greg wrote for the animated Men in Black, uh, the series cartoon, which I actually watched a lot of as a kid. Uh, hmm. Are these two a match made in heaven or a dark force forged deep within the pits of hell? We shall leave that to you, listener, who's probably not really there, to decide. <laughs> Yeah, we'll decide for you in our discussion. Yeah, exactly. Um, According to the obsolete TV guide that I don't really understand why we're referencing, apart from being old ass bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one where Clash plays a trick on the holograms in order to win over the misfits. Clash, for those of you who don't remember, is the dusty hoe with an afro and a rat tail at the same time. (laughs) Uh, It's the, yeah, it's the combination no one ever needed. And she is obsessed with beating her more successful cousin, Video, who has the same name as her profession. Right. Uh, Same thing, same name as the thing she makes. Anyway, uh, Clash has a couple symbols on her wrists, which she uses to annoy everyone in her path. Yeah, curiously actually absent from this episode, which is a good thing, uh, (laughs) because I hate Clash and her fucking wrist symbols as much as I almost hate the orphans of this show, which is saying something, uh, because on the record, the Gem Girls podcast hates orphans. Uh, where do you, where do you lie on that stance? Where do you stand on that stance, uh, auntie, auntie? Uh, orphans... (laughs) Overall, or are there orphans in this show? I guess orphans are, are, are like, tragic characters, so we should like them, no? Um, yeah, you would think. Uh, you would think, <laughs> but, like, that's not, at least not in the Gemisphere. Orphans, uh, they're either, either they're in a very bleak situation being worked to the bone by a cruel mistress, or they're insufferable. Um, okay, so, so we like the first ones, though, right? Yeah, yeah, we uh, like sometimes. real orphans. <laughs> okay. Um, JD, they're actually, um, the orphans in the show were in this episode. They did make an appearance, but also doing free labor. You might remember that. Mm. They're in, like, the editing room. They're a bunch of, like, little... Yeah, they're legit doing free labor. We joke a lot on this podcast about how the orphans are just, like, you know, working the farms uh, for Jerrica Benton. But in this episode, they're really doing some free labor. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's let's get into it. So yeah, yeah. we open to a radio station called KBOTTY, which dude, is no, dude, it was booty. No, dude, it was KBOT TV. It was KBOT TV. No, I swear to God, it was KBOTTY. I thought it was a radio station. I was like, wasn't it no, a television? It's TV. It was definitely TV. a TV studio. Yeah, <laughs> they were on television. It's definitely KBOT TV. Yeah, K-Bot TV, although I do like K-Booty better, like K-Booty TV. <laughs> Korean God booty television. Damn it, I was really hoping I found something there. It's like, why are they, Why is it basically K-Booty? Uh, yeah, that's not a Y. But, you know, V and Y are only, like, the letter, the number one away from each other. Uh, so they're very close. I forget my ABCs, so yeah, I can't yeah, confirm. Yeah. Cannot confirm. Anyways, we're at KBOT TV, uh, and then we basically just go right into the song Like a Dream, which I feel like we've already gotten in this season, like, four times. Yeah, especially because it's being presented as their latest video. That's kind of the... Yeah, like, we, we've seen this one before. That being said, though, I did like the video. I thought it was pretty trippy. Tonight. 
at one point is just a series of uh, montages and vignettes from previous episodes that had better quality animation. <laughs> so it was jarring to see tell. these, yeah, these earlier episodes that had like you know much better animation quality, and you jump back to this rough shit, and it's not, it's not pretty. No, it's really not cute. So yeah, like when the misfits are there, Clash is there too, and like. So, GD, like, Clash isn't really their friend. She's kind of more of a desperate hanger-on. Yeah, a minion of sorts. A minion. Yeah. She's also, like, really good at disguising herself. Dude, bitch is a master of disguise. Yeah. Uh, she really, I don't know, she tra- She does transform herself pretty well. She has those Mission Impossible-style, like, face skins. <laughs> At one point, she rips her face off, and it was quite jarring. Yeah. yeah. Even her own cousin didn't recognize her voice, I guess, even though they were touring together for three days. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And also, like, the guys, like, the, the, the movie studio or the TV studio guy mm. totally believed that she was right. video at one point, even though right. the real video was on the phone. Uh <laughs> I feel like that was just misogyny in action, though. It was like, oh, yeah, you're a woman. Yeah, you're here, sure. <laughs> well, he literally did say that, like, five minutes later. It's like, oh, they're a rock group. They're females. Let them on. Yeah, yeah that's that, true. That is true. That is true. Uh, I kind of love the, the TV studio guy. I thought he was great. Glenn. Yeah, he was uh, yeah. the 80s incarnate, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, time is muddy, and, like, we're out of time. Here's some girls. <laughs> fucking oh. women. All the yeah. men have normal names. The guy in the helicopter who rescued them later is Fred. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But a lot of the men have two first names. Right. As a if first we, name if, and last name. If we learned Fred's last name, it'd be Fred Charles. Or uh, Fred John Smith. No, that's the last name. It's a real last name. <laughs> it'd be like Fred... Uh, Fred Frederick. Tracy Johns. Uh, yeah, Fred Frederickson. <laughs> Not even Frederickson. Frederick. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Fred Fredericks. That's the one. <laughs> Fred Fred Freddison. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, all the women have like super fucked up names. Like, what on earth is the name Jerica? Jerica. I've actually yeah. The you that you mentioned that I've never encountered someone IRL with the name Jerica. Um, I guess her name is Erica, but is she the one that, like, summons Jem? I'm confused about whether Jem is a real human or just, like, one of Jerrica's powers or something. Yeah, basically, Jerrica has access to this Skynet supercomputer ghost mom magical device (laughs) (laughs) that empowers her to basically cast, like, any sort of illusion uh, so Jem is basically just an illusion and kind of her, like her other persona. She assumes Jem form via this magical machine. Yeah. Which may or may not be fueled by the souls of orphans. Um, so yeah, typically, like, I know in this episode, like, Jerrica and Jem appeared in the same time to kind of, like, throw Sarah off. But normally, uh, Jem is Jerrica. Like, Jerrica will turn herself into Jem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, the hologram that she cast of Jem, like, while she was in the same room, like, that Jem, like, can't really talk or, like, do anything. She can just kind of be there. 
Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So 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 they're, so they're never both singing at the same time. No. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's, and like Jerrica wouldn't sing because Jerrica's like the boring, stodgy, responsible persona, <laughs> and Jem is like the performer and like the mysterious, cool one. Yes, um, but both are fucked up. And oh like... yeah, both are fucked in the head and really manipulate people and lead into this double life thing a little too hard. Yeah, it's kind of like ha- Hannah Montana. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah, probably the OG Hannah Han- Montana. Yeah. O-G-H-M. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> As the kids say. As the kids say. Um, so, basically, like, Clash is trying to uh, ingratiate herself with the uh, the misfits. And it's basically like, look, like, I'll make a video for you. It'll be better than video's video. Um, and I got to say in this, in this scene, her mullet rat tail afro thing is kind of less of an assault to the eyes. I think it's... it's- I think it's the animation quality. It's dulled. Because <laughs> it used to be, like, four colors all neon. Right, At least right, this right. one, it's, like, one color, and it's, like, a dark purple. So it's Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like she, like, yeah, plastered it together with various pieces of roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Like nuclear waste roadkill. Like exactly. A, yeah. Like yeah. A There's possum a possum that's. I don't know. I don't know. Radioactive. Yeah. Near radioactive. Exactly. Near some sort of power plant, and you know, some some waste spewed into a river. That platypus <laughs> is on her head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's like very much like I want to be the fifth misfits. And then Roxy looks at Jetta and is like, "We barely need four. Which I thought was a good burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how they really, they keep coming back to their intense hatred for each other. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Misfits recently added Jetta to the band. Um, I mean, because recently she plays, it was like a season ago. Okay, whatever. Um, and because she plays the saxophone or something, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she used to. It's, um, I, I don't know. I haven't seen her pick up that sax in a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I haven't heard a song from them in so long. Yeah, very true, very true. Anyway, so then they they basically kind of create this deal of, okay, if you screw up video's video, we'll let you in as the fifth misfit. And Clash, because she's desperate for approval and some feeling of community, uh, is like, oh, yeah, I'm all all on board. Uh, Right. Then we get a quick scene with video and Shayna and Chrissy, I want to say, one of the orphans. Yes. And they're all working towards world domination or something. At least that's what it looks like with all the, like, bleep, bloop, blop, blinking computer-like machines that they're all working on. <laughs> like, they, they did a, like, they, there's a scene where they do a little pan over of all the equipment that video uses. And it's just, it's a bunch of blinking machines. Yeah, I don't see why you would need that many machines to make a video. Especially yeah, of the quality that she makes them. Yeah, yeah. It maybe in like 1987, you really did need like a fucking whole room to make one video. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Um, so yeah, she's basically interacting with Chrissy, who I don't understand why she's there, but you know, whatever. Um, and she's basically saying that she's under a lot of pressure because everyone expects her to do better than the last time. Dude, when she was saying this. It was very much like Cry Me a River Lady. 
you have so much pressure because people expect you to improve. Like, fuck off. But also, she says, people expect her to, quote, top herself each time. And is that an expression? Uh, I mean, it's when you said it like that, it was very sexually suggestive. <laughs> no. I don't even know how you would top yourself. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't I've know. seen videos. It's really? possible. How well, like, what, like, how, I actually like, haven't seen videos, but I've seen, like, porn videos with the caption, guy tops himself, but I haven't actually seen it. Like, you, oh, like okay. I guess if you have, like, a really long and bendy penis... Yeah, you can, like, yeah, stick yeah. It in your ass. But like, how do you really get in there? I don't know. I, I I'll have to investigate next time. I'll follow yeah, up. Yeah, please um, bring back, back notes. This. I just want to know like how you saw a video like that and then didn't click on it. Yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I I. I wasn't in an investigative mood. I was looking did for you, something else. Did, it, did you see it? Did, you, did it appear with a thumbnail? Did you see a thumbnail photo? Yeah, yeah. And the thumbnail what, what looks... What was on there? It was... It, it appeared to be... Um, what what you would expect. A, you know, a back, a back view with a, with a, with a self-reach-around. That's not what I would expect to see. <laughs> that's exactly what I would expect to see. Like, I'm picturing, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. That's what I picture the thumbnail as. Yeah. Um, I pictured a, like, <laughs> I don't know, some guy, like, wearing, like, a skin suit of the other guy who he's gonna fuck. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, a mask? No. Like, the, <laughs> like, disguised... <What>? <laughs> Two guys who look the same. Yeah. But like the other, the, the one guy is just wearing like a. So mask. like the bottom is the bottom is 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 wearing a mask to look like the top. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Oh, that, I like that's creative. That's fun. Or the other way around. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a little bit more. Yeah, it's very involved in um in your premise. I like it. Yeah. I would uh, watch it, but I like it. <laughs> Damn it! I'm try. I need you. I need people to want to watch it. That's <laughs> yeah. Stop peddling your weird sex tapes on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Speaking so... of peddling sex tapes, so yeah, videos working on this video thing. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we have a scene where it basically establishes Clash's plan to get in on the holograms because she appears at the Misfits front door as this librarian bitch, and I really appreciated how straight up mean they are to this stranger. <laughs> like, they steal a bitch's glasses, and they pull them off her face. Yeah, and she's like, ah, I need them, I can't see, which is valid. But, yeah, 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 I yeah. mean, like, the misfits are, like, they never shy away from cruelty. Right, which you gotta respect. Yeah, they keep it consistent. They yeah. call her a wimpet at right, one point. Right, right. <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> so so good. Yes, cutting sick burn. <laughs> um, apparently this bitch's name is Sarah Bergamot. Oh, okay. And they're basically like, go back to the librarian, you nerd. Um, <laughs> go back to the librarian. Okay, fuck. Go back to the library, <laughs> you nerd. And um, basically she pulls off her entire face. Yeah, it's a face reveal. 
She's like, here's my master plan. Like, I'm going to, you know, get Gemma the holograms to let me film them. Uh, and, yeah, then I'll sabotage them because I'll, you know, show them in a horrible light. Right, right, right. And then we cut directly to Clash posing as this film student, I guess, I don't know, Bergamot, you said her name was? Whatever. Sarah. Sarah. Sarah Bergamot. And I really enjoy... Aja's reaction, because as soon as he, as soon as Clash says, oh, I'll follow you around for three days, Aja's like, whoa, that could get complicated. Like, nah, bitch, we have too many weird secrets going on. Mm-hmm. We don't need, we don't need you around. Right, and you don't know this person at all. And yeah, yeah, Jerrica yeah. is basically manipulated by her because Sarah starts to cry about how it's always been her dream to be a famous director. And if she doesn't do this, then she won't get her film school scholarship. And then Rhea. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. They heavily imply, like, Rhea was integral in convincing Jerrica. And I don't know. I don't like Rhea. It's made me hate her even more. <laughs> but what is Rhea integral to anything that happens? I also enjoy how this, like, yeah, these this heart-to-heart that Jerrica and Rhea have or whatever is done entirely off-screen. Like, they don't even give her the lines. <laughs> um, so, yeah, JD, what do you think of this whole situation? Uh, I mean, again, I just think it's very 80s or something, how, like, a little sob story can, like, oh... Everybody will just change their mind and, like, help this stranger um, who is yeah. totally not weird. Um, but I have a question. Who's, the who's like, the really short girl? Is she one of the gem girls as well? Oh, that was, I think, Ashley. Ashley is an orphan. <laughs> oh, she's an orphan. Okay. Yeah, yeah those, like, oh, little yeah. people you saw were the orphans. Right. Yeah, exactly. So another element of the storyline, which isn't really brought up in this episode, Jerrica, while also running a record label, also <laughs> runs an orphanage for orphans. <laughs> uh, so in her mansion, she has a bunch of orphans living there. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. She's cool. really Nothing busy. Weird about it. <laughs> she's yeah, she's really busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, basically like Rhea convinces Jerrica to like let this whole thing happen. Aja looks so pissed. Oh, like her she... face is about to crack. Oh yeah, stinky eyes <laughs> that I've ever seen. The stinkiest. <laughs> the stinkiest. Uh and then later, like, the, the, the scene right after, they're working out, and she's still really pissed about it. Uh, and I really, I kind of appreciate it in this workout moment. You just see Jerrica, like, crushing some lat pulldowns. And I swear she has, like, 90 pounds there. And uh, she's, she's, she's committed. Yeah, she looks pretty jacked. I mean, she'll yeah. need that upper body strength later to pull herself into the helicopter. Right, but she does. Do, are you supposed to do lat pulldowns like that? I don't like think so. I don't think so. That being said, I've seen people do it at the gym, but these could be people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. True. Yeah, I don't know. Also, the bar was, like, super high. Like, she, yeah, she started yeah, yeah, from yeah, way yeah, up yeah. there. Jerrica was making that um, that uh, very often, often made gym mistake or weight training mistake of you're going for weight without not going for form. She was going for pure weight. She was trying to lift as much as she could without thinking about uh, her technique or what she was mm. working out, I guess, also. 
She was probably uh, working on her neck, getting that thick neck on. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but the Everyone 80s. likes a woman with a thick neck, no? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to show how uh, you're fertile. A thick neck. Oh my god. That makes sense. Right. That's actually or maybe pretty good. you could swallow a monster cock. Oh, with a thick neck. Thick neck. <laughs> Yeah, it's a sign a girl deep throats because she, you know, uses her neck muscles a lot. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, uh, thick neck girls don't get enough cred for their BJ skills. I've been uh, saying that for years. <laughs> um. So anyway, I think people in the '80s just work out weird because there's yeah, that yeah. other move where they're like hanging upside down. Right, right, with like the the foot cuffs. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, basically, Aja's like, you put the welfare of some stranger over the welfare of our group. Um, right, fair, to, valid Which point. It, she does all the time. And Jerrica yeah. calls her stubborn, stubborn and unreasonable, which I disagree with. But anyway. Uh, meanwhile, Clash thinks she's got them fooled, which she has. She's quite yeah. successful. And she gloats to the misfits. And it's basically like, listen, I'm going to make the worst hologram video possible. Um, and I'm going to substitute her video for video's mystery video. How, video? <laughs> Where does video mix into this equation? I mean, video is everything and all the grammatic, like every kind of word that video could be like video is like, exactly. it's a noun. It's a proper noun. It's yeah, a, yeah. She is both a person and the concept of video all at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this whole th she wants to air it live on Saturday night. Um, the misfits love the idea, but not enough to make her the fifth misfit, only if it really succeeds, but they are probably lying. Right, right, which is a little sad. Yeah, Clash pathetically calls them her sisters, but oh, no one yeah, cares. Yeah. That part was dark. I was a little <laughs> sad for her. Oh, like, you're pretty pathetic. <laughs> yeah, this bitch, like, needs to stop. Yeah, yeah, like, I get it. You were, like, hungry for companionship, but uh, it's not here. Why did it clash have a change of heart when, like, at some point prior to this, they had started to, like, really get along, and the Jenna and the holograms were like, wow, Clash really saved so-and-so from that lion that escaped. Right, right. So We that's should coming... make her an honorary <laughs> gem girl. <laughs> right, right. But that was, um, that was while she was under her guise. But even towards the end of the episode, like, when she revealed who she was, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. are you sure you want to go to the Misfits? We, You seem like a hologram at heart. And then she was like, oh, fuck off, you bitches. I'm going to do me. Well, Clash yeah. is the worst. So I think she we can only therapy. expect her to. Yeah, she needs a lot of therapy. <laughs> She needs a lot of therapy, but a part of me, like, doesn't really want her to get it. I kind of want her to wallow in misery. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't explain her change of heart. I guess I would say that she saw how nice the holograms were. Or what um, it's like to be in, like, a kind of a group friendship where they support each other rather than, like, tear each other down kind of thing. Yeah, that would be my guess. And then as for why the holograms would be, like, be an honorary hologram after she just tried to sabotage them, that's, like, their whole shtick. They love being do-gooders and, They're like, so helping. Wholesome. 
I know. Yeah, it's, it's pretty so fucking annoying. exhausting. <laughs> I kind of agree. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, you have an orphanage. They throw benefit concerts for all sorts of random reasons. Yeah, sometimes not even real reasons. It's not even a benefit <laughs> concert. They just say it is. They, like, threw a benefit concert for this aristocrat who lost all his money to gambling. Yeah, and that was the benefit concert. The benefit was paying off this dude's gambling debts. <laughs> like, when only one person benefits, I don't know if you can call it a benefit concert. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we cut to Sarah filming the holograms because she wants, like, slice of life kind of stuff, and they're on the bus. And this is where we see kind of the logistical nightmare that is having someone from outside the band record them on their daily lives because Jerrica has to conjure Jem. And Jem is just sleeping in the back of the bus. I love that. (laughs) It's like, yo, Synergy, yeah, just put that bitch in the back of the bus sleeping for, like, 12 hours. It's all good. Yeah. So it's a logistical nightmare because one of the band members doesn't actually exist. Or like yeah, the main exactly. the main band member doesn't actually exist. Right. Like I don't understand why Jerrica had to be there. But <laughs> yeah, like it was more true. important that Jerrica as Jerrica was there than Jerrica as Jem. Yeah, very true. Also Rio was there for some reason, which we're never happy to see. Ooh, okay, JD, Rio. <laughs> Rio is Jerrica's boyfriend, but he doesn't know about her double identity as Jem. Oh. And Jem and Rio and Jem and Rio are like they're pretty public about like being romantic with each other. Like they kiss each other and are kind of seeing each other on the side. So Wait, Jem and Rio or Jerrica and Rio? No, Jem and Rio, Jem and Rio are like a kind of like a side piece action, but Jerrica and Rio are actually dating. Rio doesn't know they're the same person. Obviously, Jerrica does, and she doesn't tell Rio what's going on. So That's kind of sh- kinky. So he's like, so he's with her and her alter ego? Yeah, but she doesn't tell, like, Jerrica, the one he's actually dating, that he's also dating Jem. Yeah, so he's cheating on her with herself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, but they everybody knows except the guy. The both girls have to know because they're the same. Yeah, yeah, because the same person. person. Yeah, literally everyone, like all of the orphans, know that Jem and Jerrica are the same person. No, not the orphans. They don't. No, the orphans the, don't know. Then the orphans are fucking stupid. They well, look the yeah. same. <laughs> they're orphans who don't go to school because they're forced to go pick tobacco all day. <laughs> So obviously they're really like, not bright. I thought the orphans knew. I really did. No, uh, no, the orphans don't know. All the holograms know, though. All the bandmates know. Yes. Obviously. But the public doesn't know, which is, right, yeah, right, why right. it's such a big deal that, like, the secret can't be revealed. Because people will care, I guess. Yeah, people might not know. <laughs> uh, but the main thing is Rio is, yeah, he's kind of cheating on Jericho with herself. And is very uh, brazen about it. Is, is he the one that's driving the bus? Is he yeah, like the sort yeah. of dark, dark-skinned? Yeah, purple hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're having a terrible day. Like yeah, everything that's going wrong. It might one of those just days. be one of those days, exactly. <laughs> As we, yeah, the masterpiece, one of those days, which is literally the <laughs> sentence, one of those days, <laughs> screamed repeatedly 
to what one may call a melody. <laughs> one could describe it as such. I wouldn't, but one might. You just can't make things start. Well, this is one of those days. One of those, one of those days. When nothing goes quite right and you're feeling all up time. This is one of those days. Yeah, basically bad shit happens. The bus breaks down. Rio falls into a puddle. Electric equipment blows. Sarah is filming them being a mess. Um, and we arrive at this venue Dude, where their next pull, concert we pull up to a circus for no goddamn reason well that's where their next concert is gonna be yeah all right sure if someone just wanted a lion to appear in this episode all right <laughs> and then there's some lion dude yeah like, whipping yeah. a lion on the ass and like which is pretty kinky i guess the, the lion was the best animation in the whole episode there was like a lot of <laughs> detail in like like lion's muscles and when he's running the mane <laughs> it was a very attractive line that is true. <laughs> it was a pretty sexy line pretty sexy yeah somebody who made whoever made this had a lion fetish i guess <laughs> yeah yeah and really who doesn't um and yeah rio being a man is like I have to help this guy i have to give him a hand which probably like yeah to put a lion away which like dude <laughs> We don't stop hearing about how you're an audio engineer or something. I don't think you should be <laughs> fucking around lions. And, um, yeah, basically at this point, Sarah's like, you guys are so awesome. Rio's so great, which is wrong. Right. Uh, <laughs> the lion gets loose somehow and immediately goes after Jerrica. And... Sensing evil. Yes. And, uh, this is where Aja, like honestly is such a bad bitch dude yeah she just gets up in that lion's face and really takes it to him yeah she like saves jerica from being mauled by a lion <laughs> uh <laughs> which i guess is the whole point of the scene why did this scene need to happen <laughs> yeah but then also i guess like part of it was to uh, like because i think Rhea tries to protect clash and it's like oh look clash they care about you as much as they would anybody else kind of thing i don't know yeah it's a, it's a mess of the scene uh yeah they want to make sarah uh, an honorary hologram here right right like right, we right. said um clash shows the misfits the video and the misfits are like you know getting their life over this but clash feels guilty since she found like some sort of camaraderie and whatever with the holograms and she's basically like, look, like, maybe we shouldn't release this. Maybe, like, we can just keep it for private viewing. Which was like, what are you saying? You can't just go from, I'm going to air this on national television, to you can just keep it and watch it whenever you want. It's like, <laughs> Clash, what are you saying? Um, yeah, and basically they tell her, like, if she backs out of the plan, she will never be a fifth misfit. And Pizzazz wants to add fuel to the fire by involving Tech Rat in this whole scheme to ensure that the holograms arrive late at right, the or, studio. Or possibly die. Yeah. So, JD, did you get a sense of, like, who Tech Rat was? No. So, <laughs> Tech Rat is this, like, evil, like, henchman of Eric Raymond, uh, who... <laughs> er <laughs> which... Wow, you brought up Eric Raven. Like, we're going to be here a while. 
<laughs> Eric Raymond is the, the Misfits manager, basically. And he's also usually involved in these schemes. So Tech oh, Rats... Is he the guy driving the car? No, that's that tech was Tech That's Tech Rat. That's Tech Rat. Right, right, right. Okay. Tech Rat being the, the, yeah, the technologically inclined henchman who is also kind of like an incel precursor. And in this one, had a cool eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, one cool eyebrow. Yeah, he had a, <laughs> I missed this guy entirely. He had, a, he had a cool eyebrow moment. He also, in this episode, is the one, yeah, controlling the car from afar. Yes. Um, so, yeah, usually he's involved in, like, kind of more murderous schemes. Or potentially murderous. Um, and, yeah, so there's this whole scene of Clash, like, doing this switcheroo with, like, the videos. Uh, with the videos video? With the videos video, Clash, as video, goes in to see Glenn to give him the video. Right. And, right. Yeah, Glenn is like, okay, sure, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, I like Glenn. Like, one, <laughs> this is where we meet Glenn, my homeboy. I really also just enjoy how Glenn is basically, like, to fake videos, weird requests. He's like, honestly, dude, I don't even care, sure. Yeah, because the request was like, please make sure no one sees this video until it's aired. Including you. Like, don't even look at it. Yeah, he's like, like, why would that be a thing? But okay. So, yeah, the holograms are driving. Takrad is in control of their car. They almost die. And then they see a traffic helicopter. So they see a traffic helicopter. And this is the where I feel like synergy veers into the realm of magic and or superpower. Because Jim, one, the animation makes it seem like it was like a, some sort of telepathic signal she sends out to this traffic copter guy, which, I mean, that's how I, know how I read it, because I was like, she has mind controlled this person, because I don't see, what, I don't understand why a traffic copter guy would go rescue these random people, and then also bring them to another venue, like it's no thing. Well, because they're Gem and the Holograms, and his daughter would kill him if he didn't help Gem and the Holograms. That is the mental manipulation that Jerrica inflicted on this poor man to make it seem like he had his own thoughts, but, um... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So yeah, JD, the same like synergy is the holographic computer that creates gem. Oh yeah, I was wondering what synergy was. Yeah, 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 and then you know in this scene with a traffic copter and she shoots this beam at it, and I know it says help at the end, but it looked very I don't know, like mind controlling mind powers. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of. There's a lot at play here, people. Yeah, there's a lot of layers to this cake. Right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Clash and the Misfits are at the studio. Um, and Gem and the Holograms still haven't arrived, but the Misfits have. And this is where Glenn is like, they're female, they sing, they're a group. I don't give a shit. Put yeah, them on. put them on. Same diff. Um, but Gem and the Holograms arrive. The Misfits leave with no problem. Um, Clash has like a crisis of conscious of conscience. Uh, also, when consciousness of consciousness. <laughs> yeah, that's. I also had a crisis of consciousness sometimes at some parts of this episode. <laughs> and she's like wants to stop video from putting the video in the video <laughs> machine, and um, but they show the tape and it's not what she recorded. It's but anyway, the music video is for the song called Last Laugh. 
Right. Which was cut together very quickly by Video and her horde of orphans. <laughs> yes. On loan um, from Jericho, of course. And I'm just like, Video, you've been talking about how you need to be better than you were last time, and this is what you offer? Yeah, it was just, yeah, like a series of, like a montage of all the dumb shit the Misfits have done. As I mentioned earlier, uh, from episodes that were better animated than this one. So it was really weird to watch. <laughs> and then at the end, we get a special encore performance of Like a Dream. Right, right, right. Which uh, we need to see again. Uh, not before, but before the episode actually ends. Like, you know, Clash gets outed as this fake Sarah video i don't know says some shit gem lays on some moral guilt and how clash is like super needy and that's that's the end of the episode yeah yeah so yeah thoughts overall on this episode jd i mean it was my first <laughs> um, true <laughs> yeah funky program funky for sure would you ever watch it again yeah, I feel like I'd watch it again. Um, nice, nice. That's how I would watch it. It's again. cute. It's definitely cute. You know, like I don't. I feel like they don't make shows like this anymore with such. I That's don't know, just true. corny humor. It's like corny, the way that like they the the song interlude, and like they begin and end with the same song, and there's like such clear like good guys and bad guys, and it's so like. I don't know, emotional, like the little sob story about being a film student and the gem girls are so wholesome or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. it's cute. I do feel like the very clear cut, like good versus evil thing is definitely not a thing anymore. Like I, in, in TV or in movies, I feel like yeah. Well, I think characters. I think the, they're I think like the, more nuanced, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think the main thing, at least with kids shows, is it's gotten better. So people kind of expect more than just these very archetypal, been done a thousand times, uh, kind of characters and storylines. Like this is very much of an era. Of, it's like it's you know peak Saturday morning cartoons kind of thing, uh, where you know things were simplistic and people didn't really care too much about creating nuanced three-dimensional characters because there's a bunch of kids watching it yeah um so yeah usually well every episode we do um we nominate like two characters as either the weakest bitch or the baddest bitch <laughs> yeah um so uh, who do we think is the weakest bitch of the episode i nominate maybe Rhea. <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna say clash is the obvious choice but Rhea oh, yeah, was pretty clash. pretty awful as well but, but was, was Rhea the one that convinced the other girl to let Clash into the yeah. Yeah, group? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I would, I would have to agree. That being said, though, Clash in her neediness and craving approval was pretty weak. And that part where she said, like, yeah, guys, we're just like sisters, and everyone just kind of looked away and didn't make eye contact, <laughs> that was pretty weak. Oof. Yeah, that was, that was brutal. Yeah, it was brutes. But she's uh, also like a master of disguise, though, and like would have would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for meddling Fred in the helicopter. True. Was yeah, it meddling I, Fred? The, the orphans I guess were it in was. the mix too. I feel like you can blame the orphans. 
just because we always do. Exactly, exactly. Um, but so I would give her points for strong bitch energy with that, but her plans didn't come to fruition. She failed. It's pretty weak. All right. Well, I'd be down to give it to Clash, sure. But Rhea is like my number two. For sure. Rhea's up there. Don't get me wrong. I just like think... the one line. Wait, she's for had weak in... bitch, definitely Rhea, right? We, I think we all agreed on that one. We all agree on Clash. <laughs> we could give it to both of them. I think yeah, both let's give it together. To both. both together. They were both pretty weak. Um, okay, now who do we think is the baddest bitch? Avi Aja. Yeah. I, I think Aja too. What do you think, JD? Which one was Aja again? Aja was the blue-haired one who, like, told Jerrica not to involve Sarah. Oh, and, and, yeah, for sure. And fought and a lion. Who, she fought a lion. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Damn. Pretty yeah, bad. that's badass. Yeah. That's so, badass. Aja, you done did it, girl. Again, I feel like you've Again. been winning a lot of these lately. Um, but, yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, Aja, you know, you... Yeah person who barely exists doesn't really exist but <laughs> i mean she exists yeah no no in Maybe, our hearts in our hearts of course potentially some parallel universe yeah um so yeah that's the end of the episode um you can check us out on social media at gem girls podcast on twitter and on instagram and you can go to our website gemgirls.com and after you've checked us out on Tyler Perry's social medias, you should also <laughs> take a moment. I love saying that, I really do. Uh, you should also take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find podcasts. And by rate us and review us, what we mean is five stars and a positive review. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's just the kind of show we are. Yeah. I don't want else to say. And we're gonna give a thank you to our friend, Antihistamine. Yes, thank you. Who I've been calling JD. Right. Yeah. JD's your birthday, but I mean, it's not, but like, (laughs) it's an abbreviation thereof. Uh, Thank you. It works. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you, Queens. With all that said and done, until next time, stay Stay outrageous. outrageous.